0: welcome to WP Late Night number 29. Hello gentlemen, how are you?
1: Doing good, doing good. How goes it?
0: We're back. Back, for, back, back again.
1: Back yeah,
2: here, that was great. You missed us. We know it. Yeah. We could guess feel
1: who's it. back. Guess who's back.
2: <laughs> Keep singing. We'll just sit yeah, back. Uh, and well, listen.
1: so I'm I'm Albert Pujols. Nice to see you guys. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and uh, I love turtle porn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That happened a lot faster than I thought it would.
1: <laughs> well, let's get it out of the way. Take yeah. long.
0: Oh, boy. Well, uh... And man, we're, we're out. Thanks for yeah,
1: that. That'll yeah. do it
0: for episode 29.
1: Yeah, drop the mic, sucker. <laughs>
0: Disconnect your mic from its mount on your desk and drop it. Well, uh, wow. you guys just came back from an event. We had an event the weekend before. I'm pretty sure there was an event like the weekend before that, too. I don't even know what event I was just at. Yeah. I don't even know
1: what day of the week it is. Where? It's Where been one long event. It's just all kind of blending in now.
0: Yeah, I don't know where I am right now.
1: <laughs> oh, well, we talked about this a good month and a half, two months ago, that holy cow, look at all the events coming up. And you know what? We're, we're through that whole uh, gauntlet of WordPress magic, and it uh, as awesome as it was, it is, it is equally painful still.
2: Yeah, so I want everyone, everyone in the chat room, everybody listening, be honest. How many, how many voted against us? I know there are some that knew we wouldn't survive, or expect at least one or two of us not to survive. And we all three of us survived. I'm uh, actually shocked. I was actually one of them.
1: That, a single hospitalization uh, or stomach pump. I mean, we're good.
0: So of course, at this point, everybody refer to the uh, chat room pool that we had going. Let's see, who had, what was the over under on Brad? <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> it was pretty high. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah. N- no prison. Oh, wow. uh, j- jail does not uh, count in the same category as prison, so I just <laughs> want to make sure
2: that that's clear. I'll, I'll, yeah, only a couple of cops, but nothing too serious. <laughs>
1: yeah. Good times.
0: So before we start things off with the discussions, uh, gentlemen, what are you drinking tonight?
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, sucker. <laughs> <Just do this. laughs> I'm sipping off some 46. All right. So I well with my maker's mark cup even, so salute.
0: All right. So whiskey over here for me. I Pretty think I might have a, a late night first. What
2: no. oh, this is. You know what this is, gentlemen? At this is my, it's my friend Agua water. That's that's Spanish for vodka, right? I drink enough in the last three weeks, I'm uh, I'm taking <laughs> taking it easy tonight.
0: Brad, I just hope Plus, well, that- I still got
2: more work I gotta do. I'm so behind on work, man. It's like I'm like running a million miles an hour.
0: I just hope that this you remember this moment for the next time I'm caught on a show not drinking alcohol. Yeah,
2: so this will be the first show I actually remember, so I should definitely.
0: <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. Okay, now uh, back to you guys. I guess uh, what should we do? Most recent to uh, furthest back, or do we start timeline? How do we want? What do we want to talk about first?
1: Uh, fire away, man. Just go.
0: Well, I, I haven't asked you guys uh, yet. We haven't talked much since uh, you got back. How was Pressnomics? I didn't get
1: to go, but but you guys went.
2: Awesome.
1: Yeah, it was uh, nothing short of brilliant, really. I, you know, there's um, – I haven't heard too much or uh, anything bad. Um, in fact, uh, speaking with organizers and folks who have done events before in the WordPress world, uh, speaking with uh, WordPress-specific, maybe independents and uh, and consultants that were there uh, to sh- small business, even larger businesses alike. Uh, the the general consensus that I got out of it was an amazing event. Uh, the amount of discussion uh, and, and collaboration that came from it, and and, and I don't want to sell short the, the actual topics and the discussions that happened in in the track that they had set up. But there's a good 150 of us, 140 of us, all in in uh, one. Uh, central room, one track, going over some pretty cool business-related topics. Uh, but there was never a dull moment in the three four days that we were in Arizona. It was like from one conversation to the other uh, of just pure awesomeness. So uh, business and just collaborating on things like, look, how, how do you you know recurring models? For me, that's a big deal. Talking through some of the businesses that do stuff like that. Too. Uh how do you support and how do you grow that support? How do you how do you scale that? Um, it's just some really fun topics into even uh, partnership discussions. It, new collaborations between companies that weren't happening before I think it, it just really spawned a lot of great discussion um, and I' I'm, I'm very very excited to see what comes of it it's it to me they changed the game in terms of where we're going as a business piece or entity in the ecosystem uh, WordPress WordPress now has that kind of next next level uh, which you know it was it was about to happen at some point anyway so I'm, I'm very excited to see what comes in 2013.
2: I mean, I thought it was great because we've we've all been to a lot of WordCamps, right? Over the years, for, mm-hmm. for a number of years now, so we've been to quite a few WordCamps. So for me, I, I, I think it kind of it's similar, like maybe a, a a new user or someone just getting started to WordPress They go to a WordCamp and like literally everything talked about, everything going on, is interesting. It's something they can learn from. It's something that excites them. Um, whereas when we go to WordCamps, not saying they're not exciting or interesting, but a lot of this, like the sessions, the topics we've been to, we've seen them, you know, a bunch of times. We know that stuff. We live that stuff. So we get more out of the hallway conversations. So this was basically right. like those hallway conversations, those after-hour conversations all day long, all night long. So like Dre said, I mean, it was a who's who of uh, the commercialization in the WordPress industry. I mean, I met some people I've, I've known online for years and finally met them in person, which is, is the absolute best, you know, when you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I mean, I gained so much from this. And uh, w- way more than any other WordPress-related uh, event I've been to. I mean, I had... I came back with so many ideas, tips, services, things I wanted to change around, things I want, you know, just things I want to do differently. Uh, new contacts. I mean, it was just above and beyond, um, really, even what I expected. I guess it was, it was, mm-hmm.
1: it was magical. So, in you know, I've been in other communities. I was in the, in the, the network security world. I was in the physical security space for a while. And conferences are, are generally not as small as we would encounter at a WordCamp. Um, even at the level of Pressnomics. I mean, you've got very large, very expensive, lucrative kind of events that happen, uh, large tracks with m- multiple tracks and stuff, which you do see that at, at certain larger word camps, but the, the price tag is way significantly different. I mean, other side of the spectrum. What you also see is trade floors w- with a lot of vendors and stuff, and I think that that's kind of the direction I see at Pressnomics kind of growing into is that uh, the same track thing but a bigger, more vendor-specific thing and then you have all those businesses kind of cohabitating, collaborating, and so on. And then you start to see some of those end users and smaller businesses that may be using and partnering up with those folks start to attend these things. I don't I don't know that we'll see a large change in terms of audience or size of audience over the next year or two, uh, but I, I do see that growing foundationally. Um, and I think it's the right thing for our community. It's continuing to grow. Look how many businesses we have working specifically around WordPress. Oh. Um
2: I like the booth, you know, how they had a few booths, um, and like you said, mm-hmm. kind of going to, you know, hopefully I'd love to see more of an exhibit hall, because it was like actually, you know, services that I could use, and I could bring back and use for my clients, use for things we're building. I mean, New Relic, I had heard of them, but I didn't really sure. know what they do, and I was like, that's awesome. It can just basically monitor your apps and see what's, you know, what's hogging up your resources. So, um, so
0: wait, you're saying you might, you might have uh, sort of a, a cache of items for bar tricks now? you won't be hunting for those. Yeah, yeah, I have plenty End of markets for sure. Okay, good. Uh, I
2: mean, it's just neat cuz it's like it's stuff that <laughs> running a business, you know, it's nice in the WordPress world it's nice when you get to meet other people doing the same thing, whether it's a larger business, smaller business, even people that are doing businesses that don't really, you know, we build websites, but there's other people that run hosting companies and just, you know, talking about their experiences very relatable, you know, even though we're in different businesses technically, like the experiences of starting a company and growing and Bootstrapping versus funding, like that stuff, is extremely relatable. So it's mm-hmm. it was really cool uh, talking to those people and, and and hearing some of the presentations around that and and learning. And uh, you know, of course, eating tacos and drinking naturally. We did do that
1: actually a lot of that more than once. In fact, I uh, well Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I did go back Saturday because my liver couldn't take it. I was very scared of imminent hospitalization. Um, I, I ended up four nights in a row at Santan. That is a, a new personal record.
2: Yeah, I think I walked in for lunch one day, the bartender said, hey,
1: Brad, how's it going? I'm like, "Uh, have we met? Yeah, yeah got my own, they put a placard on a seat in the corner for me. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was fun. And, and, yeah, not to mention, like you said, the after-hour stuff is where, the I mean, that's where usually the really good conversations that can happen, and it was tenfold. When you're at a bar and, the, you know, it's, 60, 70, 80 people deep, we're all running businesses around WordPress. I mean, there's some, some awesome kind of side conversations going on, oh, yeah. you know, all around. So it was really, really fun.
1: Well, it, let's step back a second, talk about the venue and kind of what they set up there. I mean, there was uh, just like any typical events some shortfalls. Uh, I think Wi-Fi had some funny, funny issues at, at times. And, and, you know, that's going to happen. Um, I would have expected a little bit more in that area. But, again, it's it, you live and learn and you kind of move on and build from that into next year. But even if just walking into the venue uh, where you're at, you've got kind of a small exhibit hall. There's a few booths and stuff set up. And then you walk in, and just from the lighting to the audio uh, to the stage and and the way that everything was put together, it was uh, second to none. They they just nailed it. So it was very neat to walk into that. It really gave it that professional feel. Um, you know, of a of a really uh, higher end business type. Uh, conference, and uh, that that just set, I think for me it did anyways, it set the tone moving into the first discussions and, and throughout the rest of the event.
0: So I'm, I'm curious, um, Like, do you guys think, obviously this is the first event of its kind uh, in the WordPress uh, business ecosystem, do you think based on this first event that there is room for other events like it to pop up, or do you think Pressnomics will handle this felt need all on its own
1: I'd
2: I'd like to see other events I think that what it what's key is that the people running those events know what the hell they're doing like you don't want someone that's just running it to 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 you know get a free boost space and kind of market it and sell their services like you know Josh and Sally they run Pagely obviously they have a company that's Mm -hmm. uh, you know does manage WordPress hosting yeah but they know the industry. They have the connections. If it wasn't them running it, over half the people wouldn't have gone. I probably wouldn't have gone sure. if I didn't know the people running it. Well, right? it, so it
1: definitely would have changed my mind for sure.
2: Yeah, so it's. I think it, I would love to see more. I'd love to see, you know, West Coast, it's fun going out that direction. Love to see something like that on the East Coast. Love to see kind of one on each coast every year um, at a minimum, if not more. Um, but I think it really comes down to whoever's running it, it needs to be kind of, they need to be very respected in the community. They need to be somebody that we all know and, and respect know they're going to do a good job. Definitely.
1: Yeah, I, I think it'll grow. Uh, I think the press nomics will happen again. I think it'll be, um, uh, you know, they're going to fine-tune stuff. I don't know how much will change, but I, I think it'll, it'll happen. It'll be another great event. I I'd absolutely – I think it was worth the money, uh, and, and not, to, not to screw everybody over, but I'd say that uh, if they, they undercharged, then I would absolutely pay, pay uh, the price to get there again. Uh, again, looking at the more traditional conferences, we're, we're still. I think we're undervaluing ourselves, and for us to really start to uh, grow this, you, you're going to start to see some increases in certain areas uh, to, to make it those events. Well, I mean,
0: um, and that's. and I think we talked about that. I mean, obviously, honestly, one of our first late night episodes was about mix. Might have been in episode one when we first talked about it. Uh, and I remember, um, sort of, you know, on on Twitter and elsewhere, there was some sort of, you know social media eyebrows raised at the ticket price but i mean anybody who's gone to conferences in any other industry knows that you can't you can't judge a conference cost based on what word camps normally cost you to attend no, absolutely not you know i mean for it being expensive for the word wordpress community it's still i mean just a fraction of what most there's, conferences there's, typically cost
2: there's meetups at the library that cost more than most word camps you know it's like it's not yeah. even comparable and i mean i like, I remember when they first came out, I was like, oh, it's higher ticket price. I didn't care. I was like, I, I, I'm going to get enough out of it. You know, I, I like Dre said, I, I mean, I think the cost is absolutely justified. I felt like it was a much more professionally ran event. I felt like it was something along the, you know, at the level of a blog world as far as the setup and, and the quality and, and production of it. So um, I thought it was great. I mean, I, I, Dre and I were cheating on the water cooler the other day. Um, and I said I wouldn't mind paying double or triple because I got that much out of it. I mean, it's easily justified. So charge me 2000 next year. I
0: don't care. Well, maybe not $2,000. but <laughs> we will well, revisit imagine, that one in six months. And...
1: Well, Imagine the opportunities <laughs> that come from that. Well, think about that. Think about the, the potential speakers that could be engaged or something like that. I know um, firsthand that all the speakers that came out there, I mean, I'm talking the CEO, CEO of Zendesk, the CEO and founder of Firehost. There's some pretty damn big names. I mean, uh, Corey from iThemes, who killed it. Uh, you had Frederick. Um, some really big names in terms of what they do and their kind of worlds came out. And pro bono came out and spoke, just dropped some business awesomeness, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if those the pricing is, is something that's increased and they're able to really start to engage maybe uh, from a financial perspective to, to lure in some of these uh, bigger business things. Imagine the value that that provides to the attendees. I, I think that in itself would be reason to, to increase prices. I'd pay it. I'd, I'd be back there next year with an increased increased uh, cost. Those Certainly. Aren't.
2: Yeah, there, I, there's not one person that complained about the price at all. I mean, I think, in short, nobody nobody blinked at the price and everyone knew it was absolutely justified.
0: No, I I, oh, I definitely believe that, particularly after the case. I mean, it sounds like, everything, sounds like
1: everything was awesome.
2: And Chris Wallace just quoted what I said about 2,000 ticket prices. Thank you for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Brad, that was kind of stupid.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know charge me two grand, but I'll be like a big sponsor, right? That's cool.
0: <laughs> uh, you should have a drink. <laughs> all right, so rewinding a weekend, uh, we were all at the WordPress Community Summit. We 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 rehashed it uh, on a special edition of the show that went up last night. Uh, for anybody who uh, hasn't uh, checked their podcast feed, I guess if you're listening to this, you eventually probably already get to the other one. But in any case, uh, it was three o'clock in the morning. The five of us were pretty tired. Long, long weekend. Uh, I'm sure we can probably recap a bit more coherently now. Um, I
2: love my, my voice on it because it's literally it's it's well my voice now is a little bit tired but it was like you could tell it was like I'd been talking a lot the last few days so
0: <laughs>
2: it was a busted voice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and and you couldn't hear all of our opinions over the dinging of the pizza rolls finishing <laughs> in the background. I was so.
2: Like pizza rolls, I jumped <laughs> off the couch. I was.
1: Done. You know that, that might be a potential sponsor if Brad holds an event anytime soon. Holy Tocados. cow! <laughs>
2: Hear that. I got. I could That's why I can. I can never have kids because if, if I ever have Totino pizza rolls in the house, they will be devoured. And I'll yeah. cry myself to sleep.
1: I'm crying myself to sleep. Oh my god! Um, uh, you, you have never seen it, man. And you, um, yeah, you're an animal.
2: So the summit. Yes,
0: yes. First ever WordPress community summit uh, held in Tybee Island, Georgia. Man, what do we, uh, what do we say? A week and a half out. I, w- I was just glad to get home safely. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, honestly, it's it's. I'm kind of starting to process it and go back through some of the posts now because it was like, you know, came back from Community Summit, was home for like just a few days, and then I was right back out in Arizona for Pressnomics. So mm-hmm. it's like I didn't have a lot of time to kind of digest what sure. was happening directly after, so I'm now picking that up. But, I mean, overall, the uh, you know, I love the event. I thought it was really fun. Um, a lot got done, so I'm anxious to see how much progress is made in the next few months based on those, you know, action items that all the different groups came up with. And I'm already seeing progress. You know, mm-hmm. um, we talked a lot about, or I talked a lot at the event, um, about helping out with the handbooks, uh, yes, specifically like the plug-in dev handbook, you know, there's already a call for people to do, to write. We actually had a, a quick, look. we had a lunch, um, uh, with Shvan, which I, Siobhan, I can get her name now, so uh, yeah. we've well, <laughs> we hung me. out enough. So, yeah, we found out enough I can get it right the first time. I uh, had a great lunch with her uh, and Pippin uh, and myself, and um, I think that was it. I'm forgetting something. I'm sorry. Um, but we basically talked about the handbooks over lunch, you know, and what we could do to, you know, different topics and, and the plan and stuff like that. So I'm already starting to see some progress come out of it just in, just in a couple short weeks.
1: Yeah, same here. So I, I was uh, involved with most of the event. Um, uh, kind of discussions, uh, make, uh, actually, let me drop the link in here. So, so, some of the discussions were really, Hey, how can we get a little bit more transparency in terms of what happens, uh, in terms of governance, uh, from the foundation and how Work Cancer are ran? Where does the money go? How, how are all these, these, uh, rules kind of put in place and, and dictated? So, some cool, cool discussions came from that. One of the action items was, uh, to get up a page, uh, or, or really start being more active on a page named events. Um, uh, and to stem some discussion points there, one of the coolest ones, and, and I plan on being involved here moving forward, is called an organizer mentorship program uh, for, uh, for WordCamps, right? So you get organizers to come in, and they want to have an event. They want to bring WordPress to the community and, and put something really awesome on, but maybe you've never had that experience. How can we engage with them as a community to maybe help them through that process, give them guidance, give them do's and don'ts, uh, and, and maybe some ideas and, and opinions on how they can have a successful event? That's moving along. Uh, one of the other areas that uh, I was excited about was the transition of the, the WordCamp uh, websites to be more open, right? So they have mm-hmm. there is a track um, instance for that, and it is you a know, subversion, so they're going to open that up, or actually have opened it up, I think, at this point, if I'm not mistaken, Brad, uh, for everybody to be able to c- kind of uh, get involved with how that's made and maybe adding feature sets and, and working through that. Uh, that's been very siloed and very closed off. And over the last year year and a half, where we haven't had the opportunity to maybe adjust or, or adapt it or make it uh, make it as customized as you'd like as a website for your specific geographical area for the, the event that you're putting on you had a CSS editor you're able to put you know change some stuff there' uh, it's long drawn out process uh, painful so how, how can we fix that and, and maybe make a website uh, for our event an event that is about uh, a platform of building websites right how can we how can we create something that uh, that that really showcases our community using that platform? So uh, a lot of good stuff came from that, and I'm excited to see a lot of movement in the events uh, in the events area of the Make dot website.
2: You know, one listening back to the show that that you just released or we just released the um, uh, that Brandon talked about that kind of I, I I it didn't really sink in until after we left is the kind of the international community that came in. And having known a lot of those people, but feeling I probably would never get to meet a lot of them, I met a lot of them um, um, at the community summit, and it kind of put that focus on because we don't really, or at least I don't really think about that that often, right? How does how does what I'm doing affect people in the international community outside of just kind of tra- you know tra- setting up my plugins to be translated? That's really about mm-hmm. as far as I go. Um, but it really kind of brought a spotlight to that, to, to the you know the U.S. crowd or or whatever that, that don't think about that. And just to meet those people and talk about how do you use WordPress, how does it work over there, like what are you guys doing? And, I mean, they have really awesome communities over there. So I'm, I'm pretty sure they've already talked me into coming to WordCamp Europe uh, next year. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> I do everything I can to try to be there because, I mean, that was so much fun hanging out with those people from um, all over the place. And I'm looking forward to that.
1: Uh uh yes. Uh, did you say uh WordCamp uh Europe? Your, WordCamp Europe in Amsterdam. Um uh well see what happened was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so if we
2: remember anything about it we might we might, you know. No no definitely
1: calling, but I've I've heard uh, fair warnings, stay away from the space cakes. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. All right. Uh, well we derailed about twenty minutes in. Good yeah. to go.
0: No, I, I – um, yeah, I guess I would echo uh, what you guys said about the, the summit. I think it was great. Um, well, I let, let's contrast to it, it a bit. Hmm, yeah. Yeah,
1: let's contrast it a bit. So because I've, I've had a few people ask me, and there's been discussions uh, when I've been around and, and, and have had the opportunity to get engaged with where uh, there's been a big comparison with Pressomics and, and the WordPress Community Summit. And although you have maybe uh, businesses involved with both of them, uh, thought leaders in their own, in their own right uh, involved with it and, and kind of participating, very, very, very different uh, core focus uh, in both of these. So uh, at least from my perspective, when I look at the WordPress Community Summit, it is about the platform. It is about the growth and the current state of WordPress. How can we uh, advance the, the communication that happens between all of the, the decision makers, the, the uh, community leaders in their own area? Whether that's uh, uh, creating a great event, whether that's contributing a patch documentation, how can we better work together to advance WordPress and, and, uh, and sustain it, make it more awesome for, for years to come? That's, that's what I get out of the, of the WordPress Community Summit. When I contrast that to Press Stoppix, that's really uh, for me that the progression in our community as a whole in terms of not just having events focus on the end user and the education of those end users and bringing in people to become part of that, that core community uh, contribution thing, right? Uh, but now it's the businesses and, and the, the innovators, the, the leadership around services and products that uh, all, of that, all of those community folks use. How can we bring those folks together to better innovate, to better uh, collaborate, and, and bring awesomeness uh, to the WordPress world? So that's that's kind of my take and the differentiation that I make between the, those
0: two events. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're. I mean, it, in some in some ways, I think it makes sense to compare them just because they're a couple of, of first year events, and they absolutely certainly overlap just in the the people that will be attending them. I mean, you know, there's going to be people that go to both of them, but your your point's absolutely right. People are going to each one for very different reasons, and that's the important thing to to keep in mind. I mean, they're uh, both seem to have been very successful events i look forward to both of them happening again uh next year and and i mean kind of like you were saying brad i mean more more of them more often
2: just Uh, just if you could spread them out a little bit so we don't (laughs) die
1: (laughs) well the other thing is i i i don't know that it makes sense to have too many events there right because what's that's gonna uh, i think directly impact word camps
0: you know Mm -hmm. a lot of us
1: go to a lot of different camps Sure. Um, and I don't know that we want to draw away from that, although we may not be that end user. where that the, the core target audience for a word camp, where the guys and gals that spend time in the hallways collaborating, discussing, maybe at a high level, doing the things that uh, pressnomics was focused on. Sure. Right. But that interaction between those folks that uh, maybe are in the hallways and the, the, the new folks coming into WordPress or that core audience at WordCamps is, is very, very important. And if you fracture that, that could change the whole dynamic of what a WordCamp is all about. My take.
2: Yeah, I, I I could see the summit happening once a year, and I hope it happens once a year because I thought there was a lot to be gained this year. And being the first year they opened it up like this, I, it, a lot of it was kind of a, uh, you know, we're figuring things out. You know, I think most of mm-hmm. it went really, really well. I'm sure there's there's definitely some things that could probably be better for next year. I mean, you always mm-hmm. learn and make things better, right? Yeah, um, I raised my
1: hand to that one. I got one that I'd love to see implemented for next year. I think it was too short of an event. Yeah, um, I agree. So, Whatever days you put it on and however you, you, you schedule that, I think it's important to, to talk through a lot of the things that we talked about, right? Uh, those those uh, community-driven uh, topics, because at, at the beginning of the conference there for the, the WordPress Community Summit, um, they hand people pieces of paper and, and Sharpies to everybody. Everybody got a line, came up on stage, and, and put up a sign about the topic that they wanted to talk about. Those, those were all curated, kind of grabbed together, uh, and like topics were combined, and they were put on a schedule, and then there was a roundtable event where everybody that was interested in that topic was able to come in and participate, and action items were drawn from that. Every The, the, the goal there was to bring an action item from every roundtable discussion that occurred. What happens there, we all kind of dissipate, move away, and, and we do those remotely. I think it would be very important. Very cool to see that one. That first day of talking those points, second day getting people together to maybe start or even finish or what have you, but at least yeah. start collaborating on those action items.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, that absolutely. that was one thing. Uh, sort of, it's kind of like the the you know the WordCamp Dev Day, you know, the next day where you get to apply some of the stuff that was talked yeah. about and some of the stuff you picked up and and kind of work together a little bit. Um, I think that would be an awesome addition to the event. Well, most Absolutely.
2: people stuck mo- uh, Almost everybody was there three, four days. Um, sure. You know, because we knew, like, I'm not just flying out there for one day. Like, a lot of people are going, let's stay. So we all kind of mm-hmm. coordinated. Let's get in early. Let's leave. You know, a day or two later. So, we, it, but it was very informal. Like, we weren't. All right, let's all get together and knock out these action items because we didn't even know that's what was going to be coming from the day anyway. So sure. you know, not something really planned. But um, yeah, overall, I think everyone kind of agreed with that. It should be a little bit longer. Um, yeah.
0: I I I mean, you would expect from an event like this one of the complaints to be a Wi Fi issue, but honestly, like I it, it was a. I think people commented afterwards it was an oddly quiet day on Twitter for everybody being in the same building like they were just because, you know, there weren't enough connections that could be maintained to keep everybody online. But honestly, I don't I didn't really talk to anybody and I know myself I never ran into a moment when I wanted to jump on my phone or on a computer and do anything else. Everybody was there to talk to. And to work those things out in person, there was really nothing to shout out online about that stuff, at the time at least. So that that ended up not bothering me at all.
2: Yeah, I I think I tweeted once during the day, like just saying this is awesome. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was never on Wi-Fi and, you know, the the 3G out there is like a hamster running on the wheel really, really fast. So (laughs) (laughs) it's not very good. doing its
0: best.
2: He's trying. I'll give it to him. Keep going fluffy. (laughs)
0: Oh boy! All right. Well, um, yeah. I guess I guess that that wraps up the.
1: (laughs) Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I mean, we got to give a little love here. So uh, this this was a brainchild to Gene Wells. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, when we talk about the WordPress community summit, and I think for another first time event, very different than what we have in terms of WordCamps, at least with that size of audience. Yes. Um. And I think she she absolutely nailed it. Um, you know, could c- some things be fixed? I think any, any event has areas that, that can be worked on and, uh, and made better for, for subsequent years. But for sure. I think she, she, she put a lot of effort into it, and I was uh, absolutely honored to be invited. And I think that uh, it got a lot of us very excited uh, in terms of discussions. Um, it was very, very neat uh, to, to be there. So kudos to her for a great job, a job well done. The actions that came from it, that was probably my biggest concern because we all can talk about things to get excited. But if it's not actionable and you don't see results there, it's very challenging to measure. I'm seeing a lot of results. I'm seeing yes. a lot of uh, action items being completed. So um, its purpose is being served. Uh, Jane Wells, kudos to you.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that, I think that was the key because I was worried going into it if, if you know, lots of discussions took place. I mean, you know, it, it takes uh, – I mean, I just kept referencing the um, – a uh, plug-in review team discussion that really picked up steam a few uh, well now a couple months back i guess and that took a, a number of discussions to get to the point where practical things could start to happen um and even even now is still kind of in you know discussion period so the, the idea of okay we're going to have lots of discussions about lots of different topics all in one day um, it could have ex- just exploded, yeah, but it, yeah. it turned out really, really well. And, and so Dude, none of
1: us punched anybody, so it was cool. <laughs> it was completely awesome. Um, and, and on that same token, I mean, stepping back to Pressnomics and, and credit where credit is due, I think, it again, um, they, they, they really raised the bar um, uh, when you, you look at the Strables, uh, BizGirl and, and Strable on, on Twitter. Uh, what what an amazing amazing job! Sally and Josh are are, are really awesome at what they do. Um, they're really cool folks. They really put together a, a top notch event that I would be honored to be invited to go back to.
0: Indeed, indeed. Well, shall we talk about some news from this week aside from all of our crazy travels?
1: Rock and roll, Daddy okay.
0: okay, so. Um... We may end up uh, talking about this one. I'm sure we will uh, time and time again in uh, the next few weeks because it's definitely captured a lot of people's attention. But I want to talk about John O'Nolan's ghost proposal. Um, I w- would normally bring up something like this and say, hey, did you hear about this? But seeing as how it <laughs> this literally blew up, I think, uh, I forget how many, You know, it was like a whole day on the top of Hacker News. It's kind of gets to the point where you saw it. It's a safe assumption that... Uh, everybody caught wind of it and it's kind of this interesting you know it's just a proposal at this point but he is starting to move forward with it to um kind of reimagine the wordpress project for sort of a minimalist public uh publication first system man I, that's makes it seem more complicated than it really is <laughs> But he's got pretty screenshots, and we just dropped a link in the chat. How much
1: wood could a woodchuck chuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? (laughs) Uh,
0: But no, it's super interesting. John Nolan, of course, has uh, been a member of the UI team uh, on, I think it was uh, 2.9 and 3.0. It might be 3.0 and 3.1. I forget which two of those. Um, And uh, just, you know, awesome design and UI chops. Uh, He runs a a cool site called Travel. I think there's like five L's there (laughs) to Google for that one. But... Uh, does really, really awesome work, and the proposal has got a lot of people talking. It's got uh, all sorts of, of people you'd recognize on the Hacker News post, and he just recently um, posted an update saying that he is moving forward with it based on the responses that came in, apparently some 91,000 page views in the first day or two, uh, which, you know, as anyone pushing an idea out there knows that's probably good evidence that there's some support for your idea. Yeah. Um, I think time will tell exactly how it ends up manifesting, but uh, well, I mean, what did you guys think when you first saw this ghost? Well, my, my
1: first reaction was to go to Apple.com and buy four new MacBook Airs. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> it is it, well. I mean, his. I mean, the guy's a brilliant design guy. Absolutely, this uh, kick ass uh, in terms of that whole piece. I'll let you guys kind of talk about the. Whole well, that's thing. a fact.
2: It's one big image. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> that immediately <laughs> turns me off. But I'm not a design guy, so what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> we all know that, right? I think my my first impression was um, installation profiles.
0: Mm, okay. Just let that sink in for a minute. Installation profiles. Yeah, man, it's it's like it's like a it's like a core plugin or or whatever. Split it's like it. these these words of of yes of of your.
2: Yeah. So I mean, basically, forking WordPress is a uh, a big. Um, job. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to take fair. what's already very successful running, you know, 17% of the internet and fork it um, and basically kind of take it down a different path, that's a, you know that's a big task. Not saying you can't do it, not saying it couldn't be done. Um, there's other forks of WordPress out there. Uh, it's just a big task. So I definitely love the, the uh, kind of UI stuff he's come up with, you know, the dashboard mm-hmm. and the, the managing post by seeing posts and the, the dual kind of writing screen. I mean, I think all of those ideas are awesome. Um, I, I would say, because this whole idea is you know bring it back to a blogging platform right like rather than this idea of it make it more and more of a CMS with a million different ways to customize stuff it's more of you know bring it back to its roots, make it a very just a very solid publishing platform for
0: yeah, bloggers publishing first sure
2: yeah, so that that was my thought like why not have an installation profile install WordPress and it says, yeah. what are you using it for mm-hmm. And then you know maybe it goes one direction based on if you're using it for publishing another direction if you're using it for like a CMS.
1: So this, this is interesting, and, we're, and we talked about, uh, actually someone posted in there his post about ghost from fiction to function. Yes. And uh, th- there's discussion about the pros and cons to making, you know, the forking it, building it from scratch, making the plug-in extension, what have you. And at a high level, unless I'm misreading it, the answer here that he's, he's putting out is, well, both, right? Yeah. Uh, a WordPress plugin will act as a proof of concept, a prototype, if you will, initially. Uh, it's easier to kind of leverage the existing WordPress ecosystem and resources there uh, be- before putting all your kit and caboodle, right? Let's just mm-hmm. rock and roll there, kind of feel it out, and, and then go from there. Yes. Um, although it won't be perfect that you, you get a good proof of concept, so that's interesting to see kind of where they're heading with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, just, based on his,
0: just based on his screenshots, there are a number of people who are working up plugins right now to sort of bring some of those ideas into uh, the WordPress dashboard, which he says will be no doubt part of the, you know, first bits of Ghost uh, as it comes together. But, um, uh, yeah, it's it's actually, I was I was kind of relieved to read that he determined or agreed with some people that he talked to that a fork would be the, the worst option, um, which, uh, it, when considering starting from scratch, forking WordPress or building on top of WordPress, building a plugin to do it. Uh, because, you know, I mean, at least with... Like, with forking it, it's kind of like you're assuming all of the, um, you know, pieces of the project, all the history of the project, and now are completely on your own, you know, whereas with a plugin, you can still maintain all the benefits of continued development from the core project and just build on top of it. So it's nice to hear that kind of the building from scratch option and the, and the building on top of WordPress are the two things that, that he's going with, because otherwise it would have been, I think, what'd you say, Brad? It's a big deal. It's yeah. I mean, that's you're right. You come. It comes with all that baggage.
2: So then, I mean, yeah. sure, you well, can kind of scrape out all the deprecated stuff and and clean it up, but there is still all that baggage. You spend as much time trying to get rid of some of that. And not mm-hmm. saying baggage well, in, a, in a
0: bad way, but baggage in a way of no.
1: Of, I I think it's, it's, there's
0: absolutely some bad baggage in there though too. That just well, comes there, with there and comes well, with. Uh, I,
1: I would I would argue that that would be a bigger challenge in terms of gaining um, uh, gaining footprint and gaining followership. Sure. If you don't have uh, the the right uh, the right team behind managing that fork, if it's not managed from beginning to end uh, in in a way that's approachable, uh, I think it'd be a bigger challenge than expected. That's well, and I'm talking more kind of uh, holistically in, in Mm -hmm. in terms of how the whole thing would need to happen versus just cleaning out. You know some of the baggage that uh, inherently is there. Sure. If you're trying to simplify, which is is what this, I think, the, the whole idea behind this is stepping back to grassroots. That well, plot.
0: and okay, so here's here's something I've been thinking about since reading about you know his project last week. Do you think that do you do you think that Ghost, in turn, at least the concept in terms of publishing and stripping out everything else, do you think that that is as Mainstream as what WordPress is right now in terms okay. of taking can out, you back
1: back that up what was the initial part of that question
0: uh, just saying the the the, the ghost concept uh, kind of bare bones publishing or in other words efficient uh, only what's necessary publishing you know minus comments minus all this other stuff kind of built to serve. One given purpose. Do you think that that's as mainstream as the WordPress project is right now? I mean, do you think that?
1: I, I think if you give it, if you give it the ability to interact with social capable platforms like uh-huh. Facebooks and things like that, where uh, where the major uh, major like influences today, um, yeah. that that is is very much mainstream. Okay. Uh, the tumblers of the world being able to reblog all that fun type of stuff on a simplified interface like this, where you're just publishing content. You're not creating content management systems and sure. all the neat stuff that I, I know I en- enjoy and are dear to me in terms of WordPress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that would be a huge step. Hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's it, it kind of reminded me of uh, Subtle when I first started looking through it. Um, I don't know if you remember. I, I think I brought that up a handful of episodes back. Uh, Dustin Curtis's uh, project that kind of, I'm not sure which way it began, but it sort of was his own. Uh, manage, con- content management system. You know, super simplified. That kind of evolved into this blogging network. That, I mean, I know there are people I know who are blogging on it and really like it. Um, you know, particularly when it comes to simple publishing. So I can see, like, I guess the what I'm curious about, and this is why I'm excited to see Ghost develop, is I'm I'm curious to see which idea tends to draw people because there, there are pluses and minuses to both ideas it's, it, he's very clear a number of times that this idea would not be setting out to be competition for wordpress set out it's it's setting out to be different from what wordpress is because like you're saying wordpress is a lot of different things i guess i'm i'm curious to see what people are drawn to more you know what i mean the 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 the, the undeniably more complex wordpress with lots of more you know lots of more options and and available plugins and all this stuff that you can do versus something that is strictly for publishing and nothing else 'Cause I mean there's a lot of stuff that WordPress does that isn't necessarily about publishing specifically. Sure. What do you think, uh, Brad? Yes.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it's,
2: the way I think about it, how do you it's it's tough it's it's I think it's probably easier to say we're gonna stick to something than it is to actually stick to it. So I mean that was WordPress's start, right? Publishing platform, blogging platform. That was pretty much it. And now look at it, just, you know, however many years later, um, it's evolved a lot. So you, because you always want to kind of keep adding, but at what point do you stop and say, that's it? We're done. This is it. Yeah. And then you just become a stale project that nobody wants to use anymore. So I think... It's, I don't know, I think, I for me, it, 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 it seems it's a lot easier to say than, than do. But it's definitely interesting. I, I, yeah, yeah. I would
1: absolutely agree with that. Like, the, the barrier to entry is pretty pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's why you don't see a lot of competition with the WordPressers of the world. And right? it's, it's the community alone behind that, uh, not just from a de- development standpoint, but look at the. We just talked about two crazy events in the progression of that, and like you're now starting over. I mean, you'd be better off making some cool application and maybe more resembling a Tumblr or those type of things in a WordPress. I think.
2: You know what? I think interests me more than anything about this is he's, he, essentially the the plugin is just going to be a uh, alternative to WP Admin, right? He's just going to make a a separate kind of admin dashboard called Ghost. Um, I think that's kind of a neat concept. Like, I, we've done a few kind of I, things like that uh, for clients and stuff where we've built kind of very base intranet to, to kind of sit on top of WordPress so they can only do a certain number of things. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a cool idea. I mean, it would be, be really neat to see a lot of different people doing that, like saying, all right, I'm going to make a admin UI just for bloggers, period. That's it. That's all you do is blog." I going to make one for people that do something different and, and people that, do, you know, this one just
1: sells products. That's it's, it. You know, it's, I could definitely see that. that. I mean, I know when I was doing client work, that was a lot of the discussion. Well, I don't want that back end to look like that back end. Hmm. I mean, can I get, can I simplify this? Can I do other yes. cool stuff? Here? And it just wasn't that simple. And I think that's the bigger problem, the output on the front end, right? I mean, you could simplify that in terms of themes and things like that, but you're still just, you're outputting whatever, whatever content, right? I mean, you're, yep. you're publishing that that back in I think that's it's, it's the concern and I can see having this that, that that plug-in approach that makes a lot of sense to me yeah uh, and starting there so I don't think it, it, I don't think that overnight it would mature into something that you'd have enough support on a fork or on a rebuild uh, for it for it to sustain against what's on the market
2: I think you'd have a better I think you'd have a better chance of a rebuild if you're trying to kind of gain a new uh, start a new community around this Absolutely. idea I think a, the rebuild would be the way to go and everybody knows that, was- that absolutely a long time just to get you know anything out the door so hmm. yeah well,
1: agree, i agree. Mean,
0: yeah the one thing i would say undeniably is i i love his concepts for like you saying the, the dashboard page
1: oh yeah dude, it's like that
0: yeah. that idea alone is like how quickly can we make that
1: happen <laughs> make yeah like now that would be awesome <laughs> yeah yeah
0: so I, I like that um hmm the one the one thing is a you know as a, a blogger um publisher like we talked about this, I think a few weeks back. Even the whole comments thing, I go, I can't. It's, I'm not sold on because it, it comes up as as one of the, sort of the major features of his concept for Ghost is that it wouldn't include a commenting engine of any sort, um, but would be you know be able to plug in you know, Discus, intense debate, live fire, whatever else. I like. Is it old fashioned to like comments at this
1: point? Uh, <laughs> com- no, comments are all right, but I I don't I don't know. I don't know that the same level of interaction where uh, that was happening five, four, five years ago mm-hmm. is still there. Um, so that traditional kind of sense of commenting has adapted, has changed. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally on our bigger properties, we use discuss and it's awesome. The other functionality that it kind of comes in, and, and for moderating to the spam control to sure. uh, uh, you know favorite comments and all that fun stuff. It's just easier to manage there. I don't know that you need that in core anymore. If it's a functionality that you want because it's just not used like it used to be, hey, pipe it in, plug it in, and you're you're rocking. Yeah, I think Um, the big
2: benefit that these services bring is, uh, and, and Ryan, I'm sure you've tried all of them um, over the years, Uh, it's just kind of how it kind of tries to aggregate comments, not just comments. It tries to aggregate the conversation from everything, you know, Facebook, Twitter, yeah, like it tries to aggregate it and make it make sense. It doesn't always work, you know. Sometimes sure. it just dumps it in there. And, but well, I and think that's, that's where, the biggest benefit of, as opposed to just
1: you know core comments, which are right. I mean, the one, but you can disable most of that, right? And like even in these add-ons that you bring in today, they've gotten robust enough where you can disable all that stuff and just use it as a traditional commenting system.
0: Sure, and that's I guess what I mean is well, or part of it might be. I'm always nervous about any of those systems, and if I was using, you know, just judging Ghost on its own merits, I would look at that and say, "Yeah, but I, I want to make sure that I always have that content."
1: I mean, well, know, see, I, I have that content, right? So, when, it, for example, on Discuss, and I, I'm just using that as an example because sure. it's, I, I use it today in production. I still get all those comments stored locally, mm-hmm. like all that's it's 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 interlinked, right? And, yeah. and it syncs, but I have all those comments locally. In fact, I don't. I, nine times out of ten, I don't even use the uh, moderation specific feature in, in discuss i use it right out of wordpress gotcha right i use it for the other stuff yeah so that, that's my option right and and i think that it's okay to have have that data maybe locally so that you have an archive of that in case discuss goes away absolutely start, that would be still have all that. and that would or be important can, to that, me that's your content yeah exactly. absolutely it would oh, there would need sure. to be
0: some form of on-site storage for that there, sort there's
1: of no way i'm giving yeah. that away i mean exactly, that's that's right? valuable content to me no question yeah i agree with you there
0: so that's the um, part that any sort of add-on for that would need to include for me at in least. the end
1: i could see this turning into like a, during install go hey do you want to go full wordpress do you want to go e-commerce wordpress do you want to go ghost wordpress and then the feature sets kind of enable themselves based on what the, what that kind of q a happens during the install Mm-hmm. That would be sick. That would be just well, brilliant because that gives you that granular control as to what that experience is going to be for the audience that you're going to be building that for.
0: A little earlier this year, there was some discussion, I think, on a core ticket about some sort of a setup process like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was um, uh, was it if it wasn't Im- immediately related, it was later on tied back into the the reading page setting screen, which we've talked about a bunch. But you know, determining just the thought process behind somebody wanting to have a home page versus a blog page. It can sort of be dis- determined on installation rather than later on in a setting screen and stuff like that. Uh, I, I think that could, yeah, that, that might be in the next year or so, something really interesting to see. You develop.
1: know, so I, our homework,
2: we're going to, we need to fork WordPress now and then still kind of roll our own thing. Is yeah, that the homework? I'm, I'm
1: going to go yeah, ahead and spo- I'm going to spoon WordPress. You can go ahead and fork <laughs> it. <laughs> you spoon, I'll fork. Well, look, th- think about, Think about the abilities of WordPress and, and what it means to different people and the things that it can do. It does so many things. Yeah. How come? Why are we so constrained on the back end, right? In the control of that? If my audience That's and the really person quick. is going to be containing these things or, or managing this, why should it be? Why should it be contained to all of those things yeah. that are there? Right. Let's let's reduce that based on their workflow, the things that they want. One that'll help with the simplified approach in terms of the, the end user that doesn't need to be doing all this crazy stuff, just wants to publish content, mm-hmm. and that will also give you a way to customize the experience going into larger enterprises, right? You've got a range of things that you can build out, and it is more that modular approach in terms of administration. Say it. But what are the, what are the cons to that? Say it. Say it with me.
2: Installation profiles. <laughs> Installation profile. I mean, it's like mentioned uh, yeah. in the chat room. Drupal's been doing this for years. Installation profiles. If you're setting up a e-commerce site, it installs Drupal. It installs the modules that you need to roll with the e-commerce site. You know, if you're setting up whatever a blogging site, it sets up a blog for you. So it, it sets it up as the way that you need it, uh, which I've always thought was a really cool idea and would be really awesome to bring to WordPress. But obviously, the, how you do that is it's a big undertaking.
1: Well, we, we start tying all this stuff in with JavaScript, right? If that's where the world is going and everything will be JavaScript-based down the road, let's start building on that now, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Make it happen, Captain. All right, who in the chat room is picking this up?
0: <laughs> Homework <laughs> is ready to be doled the out. Action items for today. Hey, get it done.
1: Hey, no more forking everybody's spoons.
0: Hey, so there was a, a, one other... Um... Piece of news I wanted to bring up because uh, this happened uh, last week. Uh, we were off last week because of uh, the mid event craziness, uh, but the new jetpack came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Jetpack 2.0, added a few new features, and I wanted to talk about the one of them that kind of caught my eye the most, which is Photon. Um, pew
1: pew. I need my sound Ew. effects. Ew, my, my, my P32 Canon Falcon Space Demodulator. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow! What just happened? Dre just go full nerd on us.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, buddy. If you if you hear Dre's mic being unplugged in a second, you'll know. Uh, no, that's um, photon is uh, a new feature uh, in Jetpack that will serve up all of your um, images within WordPress through the WordPress.com CDN. Uh, but on top of that, um, what I found interesting about it is that it also provides a number of um, uh, get calls for modifying that image on the fly and using the wordpress.com servers to do it. Which is something that, I mean, just think back to the... um, gosh, What was the horrible thing called? The the thing that was a security, huge security issue from last year.
2: Tim Thumb.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, I I I got this
2: straight. Don't worry, I got this. Tim (laughs) Thumb.
0: No, I was asking you, Brad, of course. No, I mean, but I mean, as soon as I was... Reading through the Photon API, that's what I was thinking of, is saying, okay, this, I mean, obviously you can't assume necessarily that, you know, a site is running Jetpack or has Photon enabled or anything like that. But at the same time,
1: George Jetson, I can't stop thinking about all this (laughs) old space age stuff, man. Oh,
0: boy. Uh, This is too late in the show for me to be trying to make a point. Uh, No, sorry. But it's, it's, I, I would think it's almost to the point where a developer could include support for modifying images based on that i mean the, some of the calls that you can make in terms of you know modifying the image zooming in cropping to certain dimensions and things like that yeah but
1: and then it in turn caches it for like ever and there's exactly. no way, real way to control that i mean at the end of the day if i don't have control over what's happening there um that, that's a, a bit of a turnoff for me
0: oh i would agree and that's that's why well I wouldn't say that's entirely why, because when uh, I think... I, I don't know that it scales
1: to, to, to my needs, right? Like, it, it to an extent, that might work, and for sure. smaller sites, that might be cool. Well, that's the, I guess that's I the need, thing, is an 80-20 control.
0: situation where, yeah. you know, people who need more, like, there are plenty of CDNs. I mean, I haven't switched off of my CDN. I'm going to keep using, you know, the one that I have full control over and, and not, you know, give that up. At the same time, I thought about it, and if there is one thing that I probably never clear the cache on, it's probably images, and maybe that's just how I use it. But as I thought about that, I was like, oh, geez, that's that's a real problem. that I, That's cached forever unless I upload a new version of it. Mm-hmm. But I thought about it. I was like, well, that's probably what I would do anyway.
2: I mean, we're we're the edge case, right? Like, we yeah. know we can set yeah. up CDN. We, oh, we know oh, how gosh. to cache our sites for the most part. You know, like, we get that. But the majority of users out there, probably 99% of them have no clue what CDN is. Yes. You know, maybe have heard the word cache, but, you know, just think well, it's money. It rules like, everything you know. around me. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, it, it, those are the users that are going to turn this on, not even realize it's on, and get a benefit out of it. Right? Their sites are going to be a little bit quicker because of it, and they won't even they won't even know they did something to help their site out, which is great, right? It takes the takes the pain out of doing it at the, at the basic level. Obviously, if you need a, a a higher tier of caching or CDN or whatever it is, you're going to have to figure that out or hire somebody that knows how to do that or or you know join a hosting company that provides that for you automatically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is an interesting move, though. So, what's the? In one of the comments, of WP Candy kind of dove into this. So, what is the? What is the play here? What is the? What is the play of the automatic? Like, what is? What is their goal for doing this? Because this is a huge overhead for them if they're all of a sudden they hosting all these images and stuff on their servers. What's, sure. the goal, what's the Well, what
1: what data are they getting out of this? I mean, ultimately, I see a data player here somewhere, uh, which they're benefiting. From. What are they cataloging? Is this well, they have the with stats the already,
2: right? So it can't be hits because they already have the stats of which is a part of Jetpack. So assuming the stats is configured, they're already getting those hits. Maybe it's getting the hits on the people that don't actually enable and configure stats. Not sure. I don't know. It's it's an interesting <laughs> move because it's like how you know what, what's the player? Is it just to make WordPress faster and get people? A little more dependent on jetpack, or is, is there something else at play? I'm just, I'm curious. I always like to think, you know, from a company level, to running a company, I like to know how, you know, if I did this, I would be bankrupt. <laughs> you know, like in a month, <laughs> like you know, I would be done. Like there's, I, I, can't, I can't think of how you monetize this unless you start charging people at some point if they're hosting too much, too many. Well, I mean,
0: I, I, you know, I, I think the, and Chris is pointing out in the chat that you know, automatics reputation equals WordPress reputation. Um probably point. probably the inverse of that is more what I would think they you know they rely a lot on WordPress reputation as all of us do, but them you know uh, uh, I mean quite a bit uh so that probably plays a part of it, but I mean, gosh, I feel like I said this last year a couple of times when it first was announced i I'm still wondering what's gonna like what's gonna be that that one release where we go, oh, this has been what all of these other oh, things have been yeah. leading up to, you know what I mean I' Now I I don't know whether it was in the 2.0 or the earlier one of the earlier minor releases because I, I don't pay that much attention to the plugin, unfortunately but I did notice when playing around with 2.0 that uh, free has been added to all the a number of the modules um, like the cards you know the little images there's a little, yeah. little free thing at the bottom. I don't know how new that is or maybe I'm just stupid and just now noticed it that's entirely yeah. possible.
1: Man, it's not cool to answer your own questions. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: I took the words right
1: out of your mouth. Um, well, way but, to go, Turbo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, Vault Press is already in there, um, that, that, which is you know not a free service, but it's it's you know promoting it and kind of flagging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no reason to think that is is Video press mentioned in there too? I can't remember, but uh, there's no reason to think that other um, you know things other. Uh, premium add-ons might not be promoted well, i mean
2: and yeah. i think we know that even jake with mentioned this at pressnomics like they're they are actively looking at removing a kismet from core so obviously kismet is hugely popular i think it's the yes. second most downloaded plugin because it ships with core right so when they remove it uh they could just as easily push it right back into jetpack and still have that audience immediately they're not going to just start back at zero as a standalone plugin so you know that you're right. They can just easily push products into that. I mean, we all know at some point there's going to be some money exchanging hands around jetpack. I think that's if you don't believe that, I, I, I believe it. I mean, it's got to happen. Like you can't well, and, have I mean, something like this and just be free forever.
0: Every every enabled jetpack is at least one sign up to WordPress.com. So, I mean, in some sense, and I am. Uh, looks like I'm being corrected. In the chat room saying that they think uh, free has always been in there. So that's me being stupid.
2: You're just hey just are it goes
0: stupid yep yep yep
2: it's yeah. interesting i mean it's it's honestly i want them to start selling stuff through it because i think it'll help validate just selling things in general a little bit more um if automatic does it then
0: it's cool right well we were kind of talking about this uh this earlier and maybe this is sort of uh one of those links to send people off on um here as we get uh we're approaching an hour here pretty soon um i know,
2: know where you're going about... and yeah this, this could turn into a big topic so this <laughs> uh, might be a
1: yeah <sighs> yeah i was gonna say be the segway master or be the segway master about,
0: about 15 minutes of our pre-show was taken up by talking about the discussions on uh, a post on perezbox.com about plug-in um, commercialization uh, continuing a discussion that uh, was taking place at pressnomics and uh Handful, you know, not a not a huge number of comments, but a huge amount of words in the comments. Um, if you go over there, uh, and we'll post the link. It looks like it's in the chat already. Um, I'll get it in the show notes and stuff. Uh, lots Tony's of blog
2: posts are so big, he gets like the comments thinking big too. So <laughs> like, oh, I got to respond to every point, which is yes. like fifty of them. Yep. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I love you, Tony,
2: I love you. Uh,
0: you know
2: what would be fun? Um, so I didn't mean to break up
1: your no, point, please.
2: but because I was I. We all want to talk about this, right? And we definitely don't have time to get into it tonight. Yeah. But maybe next week we actually get a couple of people, maybe Tony, maybe a few other uh, commercial uh, or people that have successful commercial businesses that sell products mm-hmm. and get them on and really just have a show really geared towards plug-in commercialization. Because i got to be honest, this is probably the hottest topic that was at Pressnomics, as you can tell. It was a hot topic.
1: Uh, you heard it here first. So next week, and that is, that's exactly what needs to happen. I think we <laughs> fill up with a few folks. Uh, we get some pointed questions, and we can moderate a good discussion around this. Um, the, the discussions that happened at Press were were interesting, and I mean, there was multiple discussions. I think after the uh, interview with Sally Strebel and uh, Matt Mullenweg, where this came up, it it kept going. I think throughout the rest of the uh, the event. So, yeah. I, I think we do it, guys. What do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I think it would be fun to get some other people on some different perspectives because we've all talked about this a little bit, maybe not as in-depth as we could go, but it would be fun to get some fresh perspectives on as well. And that way I can yep. just sit back and drink and listen.
1: Well, I mean, I think <laughs> Tony broke it down pretty well there, and the, the, the uh, discussions that are coming from that are pretty solid. It would uh, be good to have him on next week and maybe, I don't know, a couple of the commenters that are there or they were at the event. Uh, Pippin was another one that was uh, both. Vocally, uh, uh, was vocalizing kind of his thoughts around it at the event. That might be a good, uh, good yep, place I'd to love
2: that. to get uh, maybe even Alex King. I actually went with him right after that, and we talked about it all lunch. And, and he has some, I mean, they sell quite a few things, so he has some really, really awesome ideas. Now, on, uh, uh, the yeah, topic.
1: Mark Jaqueth would be another one that I think would be ideal.
0: <laughs> the people will hit a max number of connections on this call. Well, we'll a yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, there's, there's, a was, lot of people ten, could, there's a lot of people that should be brought into the conversation for sure. Yeah,
2: that, I think that'll be fun.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh Hey, that's that's more homework. That one's on us. We can't really put that one. <laughs> yeah. The no, that so. we can't
0: assign that to anybody. Um, <laughs> uh, Bar tricks, sir. Brad, I would I would like to start with you because I believe I'm you Bart have Hurt. just a just a ton of them to roll with, and I can't um... wait personally. Personally, I can't wait to hear them.
2: <laughs> Keep talking while I dig one up.
1: I've got uh, no, no, no. you got to start this off, dude. Let's go, bud. You were talking right, big earlier. Yeah,
2: I mean, check out. So I'll, I'll just drop some Pressonomic sponsors that I thought were really awesome. And I'm actually on my list of things to play with. Uh, New Relic was one of them. It's, uh, it's really, really cool. It's basically this um, extension you add into uh, PHP, and it basically is a, a gateway between all of your scripts, your apps, and. Um, you know how it's working with the server and the database and you can basically monitor slow queries, slow connections and if there's a problem with your apps you can spot it almost immediately because you'll see and it will show you oh, this query is taking this many milliseconds this much data there's a problem you know to highlight it It's really really cool I didn't even know that um actually I thought they did something totally different so I was way off but they have uh, a really cool looking service so that's definitely one on my list to check out I just want to look at Windows Azure um, mm-hmm. I played with it a couple of years ago, back when they first came out. I don't want to say with two or three years, whenever they launched it. I mean, it's come a long way. Like playing with the UI and stuff, and Mark, who did a demo there, was showing us um, it's really slick. You can just spin up servers, you know, expand them. You know, copy yeah. them, clone think them, move think around. Think of it as an Amazon.
1: Think of it as a play on Amazon. Sorry, Brad, to interrupt there because I, I want people right. to kind of disassociate the Windows piece of right. that. You, you can, and I got oh, stuck no. on that a little bit too. I was like, yeah. "Oh, right, you, you do IIS stuff?" He's like, "No, no, no. <laughs> they, they do <laughs> awesome. everything right. Like you spin up an instance; it's a virtual machine type setup, and you can spin up different flavors of Linux and uh, build a whole stack there, right? So, yeah. Hmm. Sorry, dude, that's awesome. Take
2: take those tricks.
0: Tricks taken. Um, I, I would I would throw out just a quick um, uh, mention to something I've been playing around with a lot more. It's called Mixpanel, uh, mixpanel.com. And it's basically a uh, an analytics uh, tool, um, completely free to use. They actually charge you based on the data points that you are saving, but uh, basically allows you to track... Um, all via JavaScript, different events and and things happening on your site in a really interesting uh, sort of way and then sort of funneling it down. It's I know you can do some of these things, uh, you know, using Google Analytics, but for whatever reason, the the interface and the simplicity and the API that they have uh, with the, the Mixpanel JavaScript just kind of makes sense to me so far. Um, so I'm still just kind of getting into it, but I think anybody... There's not a whole lot out there. Um, there's really not... I did some looking around, didn't see any sort of definitive wordpress plus Mixpanel panel plugins i think i ran into one that's somebody's charging for and a couple of snippets of code here and there but i mean you would think that you know wordpress just kind of by the nature of what you know the majority of people are probably using it for there's probably a lot of basic events that could be tracked you know with any um any wordpress site that's that's running so i think there's a lot that can be done there yet um so i'm just uh, digging into it mixpanel.com i think people should check it out
1: so, mine are really off-topic here, but three kind of spots. One, I want to give some love to Sticker Giant. So, if you're not familiar with Sticker yeah. Giant, they kind of they, they kinda do pretty much every WordCamp or WordPress-related uh, event uh, these mm-hmm. days in terms of creating stickers. Uh, if they don't give it to you free, uh, they'll, whatever you end up paying, they'll double like your order. They're just really super high-quality uh, stickers, and uh, John and the, the team over there are brilliant. So, StickerGiant.com, go mm-hmm. check them out. Uh, if you're having an event, uh, they're, probably, they're likely going to give you some freebies. Beyond that, I want to talk about a couple of events coming up now in January. So I think things are going to kind of slow down. Are, a bit. are you talking about more events. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to have to do it. So for me personally, I'm going to be at Blog World 2013. Security's is going to have a booth there, so come see us. We've got a bunch of free stuff to give away. Uh, and we'll be speaking some security stuff, Security, Sha- security, <laughs> over at the event. So that's in Las Vegas, the first week of January. Come say Hello. Uh, The next WordCamp that I'll be at is uh, WordCamp Phoenix. I'll be back at at Santan's here in January. Uh, They're up, and they just started selling tickets this week, so go check them out. Uh, You can find their website directly from the the WordCamp.org site, uh, WordCamp Phoenix. So that's my my bar tricks.
2: Cool. What do you got, Ryan? What's that? What do you got over there? Are are you you,
0: that drunk right now? I'm just I'm
2: belligerent. (laughs) i swear my brain is like like you ever learn so much stuff like word camps and, and events are great but then you leave them and you're just you've learned so much you're like burnt out you know it's like you've sat in class all day long and you know it's no a matter lot what, of awesome knowledge but you're burnt
0: no matter what you say brad you can't uh you can't <laughs> glaze over the fact that you just completely ignored everything i, I, I said I for like two minutes
2: i i've been going you know 100 miles an hour since i got back no, just playing catch-up so
0: just just kidding with you man um Stop it. Well, awesome. Uh, We'll get some updates out about uh, who exactly will be joining us next week. Um, That's episode 29, I think, right? Cool, guys. In the can. In the can. I'm sure, uh, I mean, I don't know what you guys are doing, but we'll probably keep the Hangout running, and I'm sure maybe invite some people in. We'll see what happens. But uh, either way, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week. Oh, yeah. Bye. It's all about drag. drag.